cheers and welcome to the captain's quarters podcast february 20th navy longwood good to see you and hellfire henley very good oh i got my tv running with the same show and i keep hearing myself repeat myself stand by Well, that was interesting at best. I watched myself walk to the TV. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. I'm on the very last couple of swigs of my favorite rum from City Gates Distillery. Spiced orange. This is the very last bottle, and you can see how much is left. So we'll be sparingly on that one. Welcome aboard, ladies and gentlemen. And here we are, President's Day. And of course, well, you know how to get in touch with us, but we want you to know. YouTube, and we got a big surprise for you in just a little while. But YouTube, right there. You can catch us on YouTube, go to our channel on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and be a part of our show every Monday night at 8 o'clock. If you do it through YouTube, you can sit there and type to us and be a part of everything we do. We'd love to have you. So go to YouTube.com, <clears throat> look for Captain's Quarters Podcast, or hit that QR code. Just take a picture of it with your cell phone and be a part of everything we do. And there you go. But we've got a big announcement coming up about halfway through the show. We'll tell you all about it in just a little bit. For now, though, it is time for Eight Bells. And we do have at least one on there, I know. Let's see, Raquel Welch. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. She, I'm going to put my glasses on so I can do this justice, ladies and gentlemen. Raquel Welch, an American actress, model, first won her attention for her role in Fantastic Voyage, 1966, after which she won a, won a contract with 20th Century Fox. She is in the one million years BC, and she's done so many other things. It is just an amazing thing, and she was... 82 years old. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. And Stella Stevens. Oh, I didn't know that. And boy, did I have a big crush on her. Stella Stevens is in so many shows. Alfred Hitchcock, Love Boat, Heart to Heart, Magnum P.I., Bonanza, New Heart, Highlander, the series, 20 Good Years. I just look at all that that she was in. Ladies and gentlemen, she was 84. I always had a crush on her. Well, that is two female icons of our time frame. Oh, really? Man, where have I been? Richard Belzer passed away? Yes. Oh my goodness. Boy, was he a comedian, a great comedian, loved his work. Um, he was also very well known for uh, Law and Order television series. Wow, I'm actually sad, very sad. Huh. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the loss of a great comedian. He was 78 years old. And then Jansen Rain, I won't even attempt that name, an American actor who is known for his roles in films, Secrets of Jonathan Sperry, The Perfect Game, Ice Age, and Meltdown, Martial Arts Kid, and How High Too. Well, I also did Walking Dead. He wasn't very old, was he? No, it was not. Um, his oh older goodness. sister is Hayden Pinatare. What's that? 
His older sister is Hayden, and Don and I are friends with his with his aunt. Ah, well, what a shame. Let's see, born in 94, so he was only, wow, not, not quite 30 years old. Yep. What a shame. I really am disappointed and sad about Rip, Richard Belzer. I have a book. He did a book on comedy, and I have his book in my collection. How about that? And as always, ladies and gentlemen, we give them honor by the traditional nautical way, eight bells. Take it away, Davy. Our respect and our honor go to these fine people, all of them, all of them icons in their business. Uh, they will be missed, but their talents will continue. Cheers. Quote of the week, David. You got a good one this week? Last week was a dinger. Let's see. America was not built on fear. America was built on courage, on imagination, and on unbearable determination to do the job at hand. Harry S. Truman. That's a good one. Well, it is President's Day, so. It is President's Day, so you picked a good one. Very, very good. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to tell you a little bit of a story here about 10 minutes from now in the show about our quote from last week, but we'll share it with you in just a bit. We're going to do the video that Davey always does a video special for the evening. Uh, this one is video on President's Day. Take her away, Davey. President's Day, or Washington's birthday as it's officially known, is a peculiar little holiday. You don't see President's Day parades or President's Day fireworks. You don't really see much of anything outside of President's Day sales. Shopoverstock.com's biggest President's Day sale ever. But you're used to, as this picture of a trolley car decked out for the holiday from LA's Metro Transportation Research Library and Archive shows, Washington's birthday was an occasion for celebration. As the History Channel points out, by the time President Rutherford B. Hayes signed a bill officially recognizing the holiday into law, it had already been observed unofficially since Washington's death in 1799. At that time, Washington's birthday was observed on, well, Washington's birthday, February 22nd, instead of on the third Monday of February. The reason for the switch? Another president, Lyndon B. Johnson, who signed the Uniform Holiday Bill in 1968, which moved Washington's birthday along with Memorial Day and Veterans Day. That bill aimed to give federal employees at least five three-day weekends a year, but it also created the possibility that we'd be celebrating Washington's birthday as much as seven days before his actual birthday. And that may have opened the door to President's Plural Day with other February birthday presidents like Abraham Lincoln edging in on Washington's turf. In fact, this year, Washington's birthday actually fell closer to Lincoln's on February 12th than Washington's, although Lincoln's birthday is actually its own holiday in some states. Huge savings during the 12th annual President's Day sale. As for why the holiday is associated with sales for cars in particular, well, it goes back to bicycles. The Atlantic traces that phenomenon back to the bicycle craze days of the late 1800s. And the holiday was established when companies started bike sales events, which later gave way to motorcycle and ultimately car sales. So no matter how you choose to celebrate or not celebrate President's Day or Washington's birthday, just know there's no wrong way, because officially there's not really a right way either. For Newsy, I'm Zach Tunes. 
Very good, Davey. I always wondered about the sales on President's Day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How about that? Which brings us to the question of the day or question of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, name your top three presidents from history, from present day all the way back. I know my top three. George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Ronald Reagan. Those are my three. But we'll hear more about your three down the road. For now, it's time for Crew Adventures. And our Crew Adventures for the St. Augustine Swashbucklers and the podcast crew. Celtic Festival, March 11th and 12th of this year, coming up. Seafood Festival, same month, but 25 and 26. Mayhem's Acting Seminar, the 22nd of April. A Midsummer Night in June. It will either be the Saturday before or the Saturday after June 21st. We have not set a date yet. The Spooktacular, October 27 and 30. And of course, every Monday night, 8 p.m., Captain's Quarters Podcast. Now, there may be a few other things that will start popping into this whole scene of crew adventures because Talk Like a Pirate Day, we're making some plans for a very special podcast on September 18th which is the night before September 19th. And if plans go the way we hope, every one of our fans will be meeting face-to-face -face the originators of Talk Like a Pirate Day. And we'll leave it at that. So, looking forward to a good year ahead. We also have divided this into two crew adventures, our crew adventures, the podcast of St. Augustine Swashbucklers, and then the second part of it is always other crew adventures. So any crews that would like to have us talk about their adventures in any way, shape, or form, this is your segment. Send us a message. Let us know. And we'll make some kind of a parlay and an accord to do it for you. Tonight, we want to talk about an event that's already happened. It was just this past Sunday. Gina and the Sirens, they are part of our crew, but I wanted to give them special space all to themselves. They had a blood drive. And from what I understand, they did quite well. They're out for blood, Ancient City Sirens. They had the ship there, the bloodmobile there. And Mr. Davy Longwood has revealed to me that they got 21 victims. That's pretty good, 21 victims. That means they could not, that they had to turn away people. That's always a good thing, 21 victims in four hours. We've had several events with the, pod, with the blood drive, with the crew where we've had to turn away people because we had we had reached the limit that they could handle. So that's very good. Huzzah to Gina and the Ancient City Sirens was, for doing such a great job. There were some things with that, uh, What's that? There were some, some, a couple of strange things happened with that. Oh, so yeah, let's hear it. Miss Gina went ahead to go give blood. Oh, by the way, almost all the sirens um, fainted after giving the blood. <laughs> that's why I never get along with said, I'm not gonna, that's not going to happen to me. So she was in there doing it, and of course left me out there. Um, two different people came by, and they asked if um, the ship was for rent, and did that include me and the ladies? <laughs> I'm just alone. I'm just. <laughs> well, you could be starting up your own hair on there, Davy Longwood. We better not let Gina know you're going to rent the girls out. That's for sure. Aye. You did a little bit of a video there, a little short. You want to pop it in? You, have you got it ready that you can pop it in and show? Uh, I don't have it ready right now. All right, don't worry about it. 
It was um, fun. What's that? I said, I tried to be funny. Um, yeah. She left me in charge, left me in the captain's chair. Hey, you were sitting in the captain's chair. Only one of us fainted, Navigator. <laughs> oh, Gino's one. Of, oh, Tony, our, our, our crewmate Tony. She, she yeah, Nightingale in, in um, Florida is part of the Swashbucklers and part of Gina's Sirens. So I hear only one fainted. Is anybody telling us who it was? Gina uh, felt faint, and one of the other girls, and then, of course, Tony was one of the showed up to give blood and she fainted in the parking lot. We were right there to help her out. Well, uh, when you give blood, you have to be careful. Got to have plenty of juice when that happens. Got to remember that for next time around. All right. So let's see. I'm seeing some Facebook users are popping in. That's very good too, to see. Very good. So another crew adventure that's coming up. It's not our crew, but a crew we, we wholeheartedly support is the Seawolf Privateers out of Flagler. They are doing on May 6th save the date now may 6th from five to nine palm coast community center they're doing and caraba's italian grill is sponsoring it they're doing monopoly pirates of the caribbean dinner themed activities gift raffle and short game I right, it sounds like a lot of fun try to make sure you're down there for it and there's a that, qr code just click on that if you want to right now and it'll oh very good qr code just to get to them this, this QR code stuff is pretty cool. I'm just learning it myself. I'm not a very intelligent guy when it comes to all this technology. That's what I have Mr. Longwood for and our newest recruit, Mandy Joe Brown, Madcap Mandy. But she's dealing with a bunch of eight-year-olds out in Utah right now. So she's been excused from duty for the night. She'll catch up with us later, I'm sure. Do we have any other crew adventures? I think we've got it all, right? I believe so. Very good. So ladies and gentlemen, as we become popular, this is where we're going to do something and make a big announcement. So with a little bit of fanfare. All right, the fanfare. A little bit of fanfare. There we go. Cannon blast. Ladies and gentlemen, St. August, um, the podcast is now on eight <laughs> platforms. You can watch us on YouTube. You can watch us on Spotify. You can watch us on Instagram. You can listen to us on Stitcher, iHeart, CastBox, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. <coughs> Pardon me for that. You can listen to us on all those. And look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Eight venues we're on now. I think that's something to cheer about. Give us another cheer there, Davey. All right. Yeah. This is helping our popularity. There's, and now you may wonder why listen only or why audible only? Because we've been told that there are a lot of people that might listen to us when they're driving on trips or just sitting at night around their fire circle or whatever else. So they have the option of listening to our shows on all of those. Those are the QR codes. To, now, Davey, because yeah. I'm not knowledgeable, those QR codes, does that take them right to the captain's quarter section? Yes, it does. Very good. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. We will be posting that and pinning it to our um, podcast page on Facebook so you can see it at any time. And we have developed a new Facebook page for our podcast. You'll find out more about that as we continue to develop it. And we'll be posting that on our new website under WM or W Mayhem Productions so you can keep up with us there. We're 
just branching out in all directions in, in every way we can. This is why we want everybody to know if you're a crew and you want to advertise your event, contact us. We will talk to you about it. And you can email us at captainsquarterspodcast21 at gmail.com. We keep a better, closer eye on it now because we've become so popular all of a sudden. Things have just blown up. We've learned a few new things. You'll see a little bit more on video shorts. Davey and I have already scouted out a piece of property. We're looking to do another movie, a short movie, and share it with everybody. And, well, we're looking at doing all kinds of things. Join us. The more we have joining with us, the more fun we'll have, the bigger we become, and well, who knows what could happen next. We'll tell you about our subscribers and our followers in just a little while. But for now, we give you that information because it's now time to talk about something else. As you become more popular, and everybody knows this because of Facebook, the more popular you become, the more eyeballs that see you, the more chances that there will be something of a negative value that comes towards you. And last week, we got a negative post on our YouTube channel. So instead of arguing about it, instead of whining or crying or spouting off against it, we came to a conclusion that we will refute it with historical facts. And I did some research to make sure that I knew where I stood so let's start with the quote last week. The quote is, we are not permitted to choose the frame of our destiny, but what we put into it is ours. Basically, I looked up kind of a meaning of it, and it means that whatever your life is, you are responsible for what you put into it because that's what you can claim. That's it, right there. And the man that wrote it was... And I have my notes right here. Dag Hammers Chakold. And I probably butchered that terribly because he was Swedish. And I can't actually tell you I can read it. But the quote or the, the negativity we got was that we were posting communist propaganda. Now, most of you watching me know how I feel about certain things like that. But we've also said we do not want to make the Captain's Quarters podcast political in any nature. We may post our, a couple of opinions here and there, and it is our podcast, and we are entitled to our opinion because we live in a free country. But I do not want to argue with people. I don't want this show to become cannon fodder in ways that other shows I see on TV who, who have great followings and sometimes... They have idiot newscasters. I don't want that to happen. This is a show about history. This is a show about spreading the history that we know and love and sharing it with everybody. So I did some research. This Dag Hammarskjöld was the Swedish economic, ec economist and diplomat who served as the second Secretary General of the United Nations from April 1953 until his death in 1961. The United Nations. His political party was independent. He was Swedish. The Swedish government has a democratic 
what did we say it was, Davy? A democratic, similar to the to England. It'll come to me in a minute. I did not write that in my notes. The Secretary General is the most senior position in the United Nations as both Chief Administrative Officer and Head of the United Nations Secretariat. The Secretary General is the top diplomat, civil servant, and figurehead of the United Nations. It is hugely important as a job holding huge influence over global affairs and acting as a key arbitrator for global crisis and conflicts. Nine people have held the role of Secretary General of the United Nations. All have had successes, all have had controversies. However, some have been more successful than others. Out of the nine, the number one Secretary General is this man that made this quote. Again, he's from the Swedish government and an independent. But let's consider his legacy. He's renowned for his efforts to resolve many global crises during his time as head of the UN. Efforts to improve relations between Israel and the Arab states. Negotiating prisoners' releases between the U.S. and China following the Korean War. Overseeing the UN's response to the 1956 Suez Crisis. Creation of the UN Emergency Force. The UNEF was the first UN military force and was used to resolve the crisis following the French, UK, and Israeli invasion of Egypt in 1956. This was the precursor to what we now know in the modern day as the UN peacekeeping forces. Active role in resolving the conflict in, new, in the newly independent Democratic Republic of the Congo, the DRC, in 1960, he traveled personally to the DRC following attacks on UN forces there. Whilst traveling back from the Southern Congo region, his plane crashed and him and all 14 passengers were killed. He is the only UN Secretary General to die whilst in office. That is a list of accomplishments. That is a list of accomplishments towards a, a democratic resolve. Following his death, he was posthumously awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for his work. And President Kennedy stated that he was the greatest statesman of our century. These are all the facts that I pulled off of the internet about this man. There is nothing in any of this that I saw that would lead me to believe that what we posted, his quote, was communist propaganda. In fact, I would believe it's just the opposite because every country that has a democratic society or a democratic type society is open for the people to control their destiny. So I formally disagree with the person that posted that and those are my facts and I leave them at that. I hope that this will be the end of that but I hope that this will also be a way that if people notice, if somebody's going to say something bad about something that we have done, myself, Mr. Longwood, Mr. Henley, and Mandy, this is our baby. We will not, I repeat, we will not put up with propaganda to downplay or belittle the purpose of our events, the purpose of our cause, the purpose of our show.
It is to disseminate and show history as we find it, history as we live it and believe it, and that I hope that people will understand. At first, when this first happened, when we talked about it last Wednesday, I was all for just saying, let it go. But then I thought, if we use facts and history behind us, we are not wrong to defend our purpose. That's what we've done. And on that note, I say cheers, and let's use history all the time. Thank you. I know propaganda. <laughs> on that note, we don't have a guest this week, ladies and gentlemen. So the show will be a little shorter. It always is. <clears throat> you may notice that I'm losing my voice a bit here. I've become a bit hoarse. We have had nonstop school tours for the last three weeks, and I've got about six more weeks to go. All right. A parliamentary system. That's what I was looking for. Thank you, Stephen. It, it is the, the Swedish and the, are, are considered a democratic parliamentary procedure. We're considered a democratic constitutional or federalist republic, depending on who you want to argue with. All of these are governments that are supposed to be for the people and by the people. That is not the communist way of life, and that is not the socialist way of life, ladies and gentlemen. So... On that note, let's continue on. We've done our video on President's Day. Mr. Davey, did I miss anything? Are you wholeheartedly in favor with your captain? Say aye. Aye. Mr. Henley? Aye, Kevin. Thank you very much. The crew acknowledges that we're sailing in the right direction. On that note, sailing in the right direction is a great segue to this week in nautical history. <laughs> good very good this gives us a chance ladies and gentlemen to see how much real history there is on the nautical side of, of our world not much about pirates this week but that's okay because most of the pirates were in some way shape or form attached to a navy 
So that's a very good one. What we have next is our newest segment that we started last week. It's called Mail Call. And we have quite a few things to show off. The first one I want to show off, Davey, you got that picture online? Of you? Yes, that one right there. Yes, there it is, coming right up. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, a, a, a photographer down on St. George Street about three weeks ago took that picture of me walking down the street and then posted it. Her name is at the very bottom there, and her name is Gail. Uh, hopefully she may be watching this evening. That would be wonderful if she is. But she sent me two copies of it, and it got a lot of press online. There was a lot of people making comments about it, and all the comments were good. Mostly towards her ability to take a really good picture, not towards the subject matter, <laughs> just so we know. But I was flattered, as you know. If you've been around Captain Mayhem for these last 17 years, ah, she is watching. There she is. Very good. Thank you very much. I'm always flattered. Some of you know I've had artwork done over me. I've had sidewalk drawings done about me, um, paintings done, photographs done. I'm always flattered when people do that and uh, somewhat taken aback when it gets such great press. But I'm always pleased when it gets great press that is for the artist that has done it. And if there's anything that we can do for Miss Gale from here on out, she is now under the wing of Captain Mayhem, and we would be happy to have her do anything she would like to do with us. We have about two or three other photographers that we're very, very um, close to. Uh, Gary Lavelle, he does all kinds of work for the, for the swashbucklers and Miss Gina. I think more for Miss Gina than for Captain Mayhem. Um, Wayne Fusco, he does lots of work for with photographic for um, my pot, not our just our podcast, but our shows, and when I'm playing the jolly fat guy at Christmas time. So he's done some work there. So Gail, welcome to the family, so to speak. We'd love to have you come out and do other photos, even set up a photo day to just take pictures of. of make pirates your subject matter and take some pictures if you like. Talk to us about it, let's see what we can do. But we love having these artists do so much for us. There's enough pictures floating around that we could have a mayhem museum. I don't think it would last very long, but we could have a mayhem museum. So that's always a good thing. But we do have mail. Let's start with the other mail. Thank you, Captain Mayhem. Nice artwork there, if you can see it. I know, the lighting in here, there it goes, right there. Thank you, Captain Mayhem. And it says inside, Thank you for taking fourth grade around the fort. My legs was hurting. No harm. I don't remember taking them around the <laughs> fort, but if that's what they remember, I am good with that. How about this one here? Look at all the artwork on this one. Hi, matey. That's actually what the old pirate said at his 80th birthday, but that's a different joke right away. This says, thank you for giving us a tour of the Pirate Museum, and thank you for teaching us pirates words like I, matey, and R. My favorite part was the pirate story in the dark room. It was so fun. Thank you. Have a great day. Great spelled G-R-A-T-E. And it's love, Kristen. Oh, I'm sorry, Kirsten. But she did some great artwork on there, if you can see that wonderful artwork. 
I collect all these and I save them, ladies and gentlemen. You never know. They may come in handy one day if I want to write a book. Dear Captain Mayhem, I thank you for giving us pirate knowledge. My favorite part was when we went into the story room and heard Blackbeard. Also, thank you for giving us a tour of the Pirate Museum and telling us jokes. They were really funny. See, somebody knows that Captain Mayhem can tell a good good joke once in a while. This came from Cheyenne, uh, Miss Romano's fourth grade class. And the last one from the children. <clears throat> Dear Captain Mayhem, thank you for giving us pirate knowledge. My favorite thing about the Pirate Museum was when we went into the story room. It was fun getting scared. I will take your pirate knowledge to heart. Again, thank you. And this came from Abigail Norton Elementary School. And she did a little bit of an artwork there, too. You can see a small pirate ship looking for that land right there. How about that? These things are special to me, ladies and gentlemen, and that's why we decided to do this segment. Now, here's one that actually came to us from a school teacher, came to me. Dear Captain Mayhem, thank you so much for leading an unforgettable tour of the Pirate Museum for my students and I. Not only did you teach us so much about St. Augustine and pirate life, you also made us laugh and included valuable life lessons. We will take your lessons with us anywhere we set sail. And that is Mrs. Romano from Norton Elementary School. It's always a joy to get letters, thank yous from all these people. And I, we're thinking about putting them all on some kind of a screen that we can show them off once in a while. But it is a joy. I know this because I have friends like Donna Bogus, who I know is watching tonight. And she, I know, has gotten all kinds of mail from, from students. And she probably, even to this day, still gets mail from students that are now adults when she runs into them. They were in her classes when they were young, and now they're adults. And there's nothing more joyful than having children remember you. I've, I have people, families that come into the museum and show me pictures on their phone from three, four, eight, ten years ago. Why they would keep pictures of me on their phone that long, I don't know, but it's with their children. And sometimes it's a sequence of every year as the children grow up in the same exact pose. It's wonderful. It's very flattering. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's our mail call. If you have something you want to send us, by all means, please do. You know our email, captainsquarterspodcast21 at gmail.com. Send us an email there. We'll read your email online. If you have ideas for us, that's the email to send us. We want you to send us any ideas you have on what we can do with the show. We can't do the show without you. We need both an audience and we need ideas. We're now actually not only moving into sponsorship ideas, but we have now been told by representatives of some of the platforms that we're now using that we no longer have to do everything for free. And advertise, we might have to have a parlay about Uh-oh, did I go away? No, you didn't. Okay, my screen went blank. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, in a short verse, we are becoming popular enough that we can ask for some kind of trade. And pirates like barter. So be prepared for that, ladies and gentlemen. We want to help other pirate crews? Barter. We want to help you sell a book? Barter. You want some extra people in your place downtown? Barter. It's all about barter. But we have had to pay some extra fees. One of the things that kept us from going so popular was that we were using music we shouldn't have been using. 
we're now using copyright-free music, but we still have to pay to use it. So ladies and gentlemen, come be a part of us. On that note, how about this week in history, Mr. Davey? Yeah, you can.
There were some good ones in there, Davey, some very, very good ones. Loved it. Thanks. As always, you do a wonderful job there. Be looking, though, Mr. Hellfire is not to be outdone. He's working on a good project that we should be seeing in the next, what, three or four weeks, Mr. Hellfire? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. That's good enough for me. We're pirates. <laughs> we don't have to be right on time, do we? Very good. So, how about if we check the messages, Mr. Davey? Uh -huh. Hi, I'm going to scroll back so I can see them and see what we have for messages. Of course, I have to put my eyeballs on so I can see what they say. I see Zachary Harker is here. Cheers to another great show. Thank you very much. There's Ransom Mayhem. Now, Zachary Harker is from up in Michigan, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Ransom Mayhem, he is from over in the panhandle of Florida, Panama City Beach. I see Nightingale in Florida. And I see a Facebook user watching us. And let's see what else we have there, Mr. Davey. Um, <laughs> Zachary Harker says... Uh, Let's see. Wait a minute. Nightingale in Florida said, I just named her for her favorite three presidents. I think probably overall Nightingale, Washington, Lincoln, and Reagan would be the most favorite and probably the top list of the top five, even the top ten. Zachary Harker says, I don't know about my top three, but I do know the bottom three. <laughs> On that note, I want to ask Zachary Harker a question. Do you consider... Jimmy Carter, one of them. And the only reason I bring it up is because he's now in hospice and he probably will pass on soon. He was not necessarily one of the greatest presidents. He had many issues and, and challenges as a, as a president. But as a statesman after his presidency, he has become the icon of what a president should do when they're done being president. He is the epitome of what a great statesman should be. I had the, ch the privilege of shaking hands and meeting him in the Oval Office in 1980 um, when there was several of the presidents all there for Ronald Reagan's inaugural festivities. And then, believe it or not, Kara and I met Rosalind Carter and their son, and for the life of me, I can't remember his name. They were in Las Vegas and they came to our Christmas tree stand to buy Chris a Christmas tree because they were going to be in Vegas through the Christmas holidays and we got to meet them. We got their autographs for it too. So it was a wonderful thing. He is a, he is a great man and when he passes, the, the United States loses a great statesman. I can say that wholeheartedly. Let's see who else we have there. Ransom gave a great, for the blood drive, that was good. Only one of us fainted. <laughs> all, right. all right, we'll let it go at that. Um, again, somebody said, Ahoy Commodore, please let me Throw this out to you. I appreciate the respect. And yes, several years ago, I did take on the mantle of Commodore, but then ended up taking back the St. Augustine Swashbucklers again and demoted myself back to captain. But there's a big reason why. Children, we do so much for the children, and I do all these school tours. Children don't understand what Commodore means. They don't understand the title. They don't recognize it. They do recognize Captain, though. Captain Crunch, Captain America. Let's see. Who else? Give me a couple. Mark Miller was the Ahoy Commodore. Hi. All right. There's several other captains. You know, Captain Kangaroo. Give me a few more. 
I can't Captain think of a Captain Crunch. That's Horatio Crunch, by the way. So it's just better to always remember that I'm Captain Mayhem. And I don't mind not making it any higher than that. I do appreciate it, though. Let's see. Um, Donna Bogus, you have to keep Davy in line, Nightingale. Well, I saw the video. The only thing I saw was there was a gleam in his eye for a mutinous takeover of that ship. <laughs> I did see that. Hi. Let's see. Parliamentary system. Thank you, Stephen L., for giving me that one. Uh, I appreciate the words. Well said, Captain. Very good. Zachary Harker said the same thing. We appreciate that. Another Facebook user says, hey, mates. Gina. Who is it? Miss Gina. Is it Miss Gina? Good. Did she get in in time for us to, for her to notice we gave her kudos on her blood drive? I hope so. Very good. Miss Gina, I need to talk to you because I know the times you're performing at the Celtic Festival, so we need to put you on the beer tent list. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the St. Augustine Swashbucklers and the St. Ancient City Sirens run an entire beer tent for the whole weekend. All the tip money goes to our charities. Keep that in mind if you want to come out and drink with us. Let's see. Christina Kaplan. Very good. I believe she's from up north. Ah, yep. Jim, it's all right, you're late. It's okay. You can go back and listen to us. And Miss Gail, uh, our photographer, is there. She's watching. We appreciate that. Who else do we have there? I see Donna Nightingale. Ransom Mayhem said something there. These, those letters are precious. You made an impression on those kids. Yes, it might be a short-lived impression at times, but sometimes, well, you know, things will come back to them. I can say that. Leave that one up there because that's Ransom Mayhem, my brother. He'll agree with me. I can say that now. Our dad made an impression on us, but I find now that my dad's gone. I once in a while will say things and then go, crap, that was my dad saying that, not me. So Ransom Mayhem says collecting those pictures and letters is important and heartwarming. That's why I keep them. I have a whole trunk full of them. I get him as Santa Claus. I get him as a pirate. It's just wonderful. I have a bunch from when I was just doing magic out west. What else do we have? I see another name here I don't recognize. Uh, something outlaw. These glasses need to be clean. Something terrible. They're terrible. Um, usually anything published before 1923 is public domain. It's basically 70 years after the author's death that it becomes public domain. You're absolutely right, but we found out some things that we just didn't understand but was explained to us. I'll give you an example of one of the things we got in trouble for with our show. As you know, Mr. Longwood loves jib-jab. And he, would, he has an account with jib-jab, which means that he can then create things with jib-jab. There it is right there. He, we knew he was going to do something. But... Even though he has an account, even though he pays that, and even though he's made the video, the music still has copyright infringements, so we're not allowed to use them. Isn't that silly? The other one that got me perturbed, the episode of, that my brother Ransom Mayhem was on, we played the two cellos, the twin brothers that play the cellos, and they were playing Pirates of the Caribbean music. It's on YouTube. We borrowed it from YouTube. It's already out there being used on YouTube that you can go and see it anytime you want. But we got in trouble for it, and they actually dinged the entire episode because of that. So we've learned some new things. We've learned our lessons, and we're trying to fix it. I don't understand it at times, but 
There's also one other thing, uh, Mr. Outlaw. If you only use 30 seconds or less of a song, they can't get you for it. But we've decided to go to a website that provides all original music, and they've got a lot of good stuff. So that's how we're doing it. But thank you for your information. And Jim, Jim says that Carter did a lot more after president than he did as president. You're absolutely right. Probably one of the things he'll be most noted for is Habitat for Humanity. That is a great worthwhile project, and I hope that when he's gone, it will continue, because it is a wonderful project. Um, did you charge him peanuts for his Christmas tree? <laughs> Aye, that's a good one. <coughs> Aye, Zachary Harker had a big one there. What did he post up there? Jimmy did make up for it afterwards. I feel a lot of presidents have their hands tied. Some can be said about the second Bush. Or same can be said about the second Bush. He has done a lot of vets since his time out of office. He has done a lot since. Yes, and the presidents really are hamstrung, tied, hogtied, whatever word you want to use, based on the House and the Senate also. I mean, because most presidents can't just go in a, and issue executive orders willy-nilly because that just makes everything look bad. No names mentioned. What else do we have here? A couple more comments down the road here. President Carter isn't one of the top 10 presidents, but not in the bottom three either. Made some major mistakes, but he is a great humanitarian. His worst mistake that he gets credit for that actually falls to the House and the Senate was the debacle when they tried to rescue the hostages from Iran. The helicopters flagged down in the desert, could not handle the desert storming, and President Carter gets gets the bad credit for it when it was the House and the Senate that screwed up the money. I will say that because I know that. I was there in the military when it happened. So, uh, but as all leaders, okay, not all leaders, some of them don't abide by this, but ladies and gentlemen, if you're the leader, you're responsible for everybody under you and their actions. I'm even, as the captain of the swashbucklers, I'm responsible for the crew what we say we will do and what we do do. So, <laughs> he said doo-doo. All right, that's a different story. <laughs> you can tell I'm, I haven't been drinking, really. I'm just tired and getting slap punch. Happy, but that's good. Let's see, anything else on there did I see? Nightingale, Facebook user, I'll track you down, Captain. Thank you very much. Who's trying to track me down? William, Van ah, look at that. There is our ship's galley, galley master right there, William Venanzio. He's our ship's galley master. Glad to have you aboard, sir. Glad to have you aboard. And let's see, anybody else here? Um, six more years. What did Jim say? Six more years and you can use Buckley Holly's, Buddy Holly's song. <laughs> I'm old. Okay, yep, you're right. Um... Captain, let's see, and then Jim says something else. Carter's economic policies regarding inflation were horrendous and allowed the banks to be predatory lenders at the same time, which killed the construction industry at that time also. You're absolutely right. It has, it, the world has its ways. And as I teach kids nowadays in that the way things are, the leader is responsible for the, uh, of a good organization like the country or a pirate ship. The leader is responsible for the will of the people. 
And if he oversees the will of the people properly, everything works out. But if he does not pay attention to the will of the people, then there will be all kinds of problems to pay. And again, I've said many times, I do not want to make this show political. That is a generalization of the way government should or shouldn't work. Notice we haven't mentioned any names. If you come to any conclusions on your own, cheers to you, and you probably understand how we as pirates actually honestly feel. There you have it. I think that's about it. Are we at the end of the uh, comments? It looks like it, so let's have some treasures. Treasures on the horizon. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll do a Celtic pre-show pre on March 6th. We'll do a seafood pre-show on March 20th. The next weekend after each one of those shows, we'll be doing all kinds of things. We are starting to do shorts now, little 60-minute videos that will pop up everywhere, especially on our Facebook page. But as it stands right now, we do not have a guest for February 27th right now, but we'll, we may something may happen. We don't know. I just haven't had time to sit down and really work on a whole lineup of guests. It has been hectic, ladies and gentlemen. We have over 280 school tours in February and close to 200 in March and close to 200 in April. It's just hectic as all get out. Not complaining. School tours are money, as my friend Jim will probably also agree with. School tours are money. School tours pay a check, and that's how we take care of ourselves. So let's see. We've done the last minute messages. We've done the new on the horizon. And as I'm trying to move this mouse, you know, having two screens doesn't always work well with me. I, I get confused. Let's see. How about our thank yous, which we now do as another segment. Much easier now. We now do it as a video. Take her away, Mr. Longwood. Yeah. that supporter of uh, YouTube that's a little higher. Put that other banner up, Mr. Davey. i got to make some changes to that by next week. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, 575 subscribers on, on uh, YouTube. That's pretty good. Six sponsors. That actually may be seven. I have to check our notes. We have 12 first mates now. Really? 12? Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be a part of us, Patreon, YouTube, or all those other things. Join us. We have a good time doing it. This is a relaxed show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We just wanted to brag about ourselves and share the good news of everything that's happening to this crew and take some time to honestly, purposely, and adult dispute very bad comment we got. We, I hope that we did it proper. I hope that we did it well. And I hope that people will understand that that's how we'll take care of all the negativity that comes our way. If you're part of a crew, the captain of a crew, the owner of a business, 
or anything else that we can do to be a part of what you do and you be a part of what we do, please talk to us. Dick's Wings, Pirate Museum, they're solid sponsors for us. We mention them every week. They get a year's worth of sponsorship. They're mentioned 52 times a year. And in fact, we're making plans to do another live podcast at Dick's Wings. And we've got some ideas for some live podcasts down at the Colonial Quarter, the Pirate Museum, the Bull and Crown, and the St. Augustine Seafood Company. All of it is part of what I work for. We hope that you'll be a part of us. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we've just almost hit the one hour mark. So I don't feel bad about being shy by three minutes. So ladies and gentlemen, I truly appreciate you all. And it's time for our sign off. Part of the podcast. Part of the crew. Always, we can't do it without you. From myself, Mr. Longwood, Mr. Henley, we thank you for tuning in. We see you next week. Bye.